Hey everybody, this is Mel and Brooke from Mom's Art 2. Okay, before we start the episode, stop listening right now and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, on to the show. (laughs) (laughs) We are just two moms in search of inspiration while creating questionable comedy. Mom's Art (laughs) 2. I'm Brooke. And I'm Mel. And we're two moms in search of inspiration. While creating questionable comedy. (laughs) Oh my God, we're so annoying. People just shut us off. (laughs) Brooke. Yes. It is time to be grateful. It's the one time of year where everyone is forced to be grateful. (laughs) No. (laughs) Listen. Look. We brought... (laughs) We brought a brought in a book, okay? Uh-huh. Get ready, folks. A book of motivational, oh, yeah. grateful sayings. And we'll just say this. Some are lovely, yes, but some are stupid, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but judge for yourself and maybe something will resonate with you as we head into the holiday season. I think there were a couple in there that were really, really beautiful and lovely. And then there's one author you'll hear at the end that is sort of like clearly... She's related to him, hence his name. Ooh. And he got into the book because maybe that's not even his last name. Probably not. Maybe she just was like, his name is Bat Bat because clearly I didn't want him in the book. Right. And his things are stupid, but I owe him money. So I had to put him in. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked reading it. It was really, uh, I think it it opened me up a little bit more. Yeah, it did. Open no legs. No. Well, maybe for the holidays. I mean, might as well, right? Look, it's a gift. I'm a gift. You're a gift. You'll hear that at the end of the episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's just get into it. Come on, bitch. Get happy. A little bit of milk, Brooke. Ooh. <laughs> Mel and Brooke here. You already know the deal. Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and we thought that... You know, we needed a little reminder of what it is to be thankful and what to be thankful for. Yeah. But we wanted to share with you a few of these little sayings that may spark some thoughtful moments for your thankfulness. Yeah. Some people use those uh, like motivational sticky notes. What are those called when you take a sticky note and you put a like, not apparitions, but like they're like, you know what I mean? When you stick it on Someone's yelling right now. Someone's screaming. I know, I know, I know. Affirmations. Affirmations. Yeah. See, I got it. I got it. I got it. So some people use like daily affirmations and I actually hate those. I think they're really stupid. I know you probably have them, Brooke, which is fine. I do. I do actually. It's everybody's different. But I feel like (laughs) that's like a woman that's like 60 that still walks around with like stuffed animals, puts affirmations on her mirror. So we'll see what your future holds. (laughs) I mean, look, I'm down with some stuffed animals. (laughs) Um. But so motivational sticky notes, but you and I had talked about like, how do we just kind of get back into being thankful and stuff like that? So we got this book um, and it has a bunch of affirmation, grateful little sayings in here. And so we bought the book called Everyday Gratitude, Inspiration for Living Life as a Gift. And uh, the introduction by Christy Nelson. Mm. 
I don't really know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't really read the introduction, but there is an introduction. No, I it's did. Like yeah, there's pages. actually a couple. There's um, there's two. It's it's really kind of sweet. The book is really cute. It's a uh, it's little. It is a little tiny book that is almost like watercolor. Um, yeah. And it's it's really each page has a new quote with little questions at the bottom to kind of yeah you to think about it yeah um but all these sayings they come from a whole bunch of different writers it's not one writer right um yeah which i thought was super cool because you get to kind of go through and also find not only writers that we might want to look into right and some maybe that we're like you kind of suck because we're gonna give you a few of our top favorites um and then two that we have we just have opinions on them where we were like i'm sorry what yeah some of these are a little bit like and my first brain thought would be like it went either sexual or dirty or whatever oh my god melanie same thing really stupid yeah one of them talks about like squirting anyway we'll get to it we'll get to it. i know or on your knees and being open oh oh on your knees oh yeah uh you want to give me your first your first one or two and we can discuss yeah sure so um one i really liked it's a native american proverb uh give thanks for unknown blessings already on their way kind of taps into manifestation you know yeah already just acknowledging that it exists yeah right giving thanks for unknown blessings that are already on their way so you're already on their way yeah yeah so that's what i kind of thought about like speak it like you have it right not asking for it but you know you may not have it yet but speak it like you have it thank you so much for that ferrari that Ferrari That's is right. serving me well. I'm sure, I'm sure the universe is sending us Ferraris. I don't even like Ferraris. I don't either. I don't, I don't like Ferraris. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, it's something <laughs> a white 50-year-old dude would want. And we think like white 50-year-old dudes. <laughs> or my 17 and 15-year-old. They, yeah, they exactly. think well, they're going to yeah. have those like as their second car. Like, what? <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Listen. <laughs> um, I like that that one's really hopeful. So like some of these I thought, okay, this makes me reflect. And mm-hmm. I like that that one feels forward thinking, hopeful, like open. I like that one. You know, when I, uh, cause I pray, I know I'm a man, yeah. metaphysical type of cheek, but I yeah. definitely um, pray. I pray on my kids too, like mm-hmm. already in existence, like mm-hmm. uh, successful, you are, happy you are healthy you are doing a job you love you know what i mean like you're living your best life like and so that that kind of reminded me it's like on that same idea right yeah gratitude for that the question it kind of prompts is does following my intuition bring benefits i could not have anticipated and i think that was kind of reflected upon you too um recently moving not kind of you guys were in a position where you weren't sure what your next steps were going to be and then you put in the work and then you just listened and followed your intuition yeah just tried to trust the universe just kind of gave you the path and you guys trusted your intuition. yeah do you want to hear one of mine uh yeah okay 
Uh, how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. I like oh. that one because first of all, everything that's going on now, and this is airing right, obviously the day before Thanksgiving. So hopefully there are a little bit more things that are resolved, but there's always going to be things. And I just feel like we get in this place of, yeah, but what can I do? Yeah, but what can I do? Yeah. And, and actually something happened with a reporter today where she was kind of bombarded by these men getting in her face. Did you see this yeah, on CNN? Okay. And my first, and, and, and as scary as that moment was, the fact that she was there and calm and she's talking about this side in a we want to help kind of way. So they're hurting and they're going through pain and all these things. But I thought in those moments of, you know, we're going to have dinner with our families in the next couple of days. Yeah. And in those moments of feeling like they're angry or they have issues or they have whatever, that little tiny bit of kindness, that little tiny bit of gratefulness that you're in this space can calm you down and then that light then shines on them then that shines on someone else and i just feel like we all can make a difference in our singular way do you know mm -hmm. what i mean like ripples yeah. instead of feeling like well i have to be um what's that girl's name malia oh um, whatever Gertrude, Mal the other one. Malia. No, Malalia. Malalia. Malala. Malala. I know who she is, but it's, you know, it's, I haven't had a drink yet. So. It's fine. Um, I, uh, so yeah, we don't have to all be people that are going out and, you know, protesting, changing the world and getting coalitions together and all this stuff, but we can participate as we go. And I just thought that that was really kind I of like a nice a lot. reminder. Who, who said that? That was, uh, <laughs> it was Anne Frank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I did not even look at who said it at the time. And now I'm looking at it going, oh, shit, that was Anne Frank. Oh, yeah. That's a little deeper than I was thinking of going. Hey, look. The question at the bottom is, how can I improve the world right now? Hmm. Yeah. You have another one, Mama? I do. Um, to meet everything and everyone through stillness instead of mental noise is the greatest gift you can offer to the universe. And guess who said that? Anne Frank. You are an idiot. Ding. Oh, Deepak. Ding. No, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I really love that because um, I am one of those people that can walk into a group and startle the energy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shake it up a little. Sometimes I walk away and I'm like, girl, couldn't you just like, girl, just calm down. So, you know, obviously pick and choosing those moments, but to meet everything and everyone through stillness. Yeah. Instead of mental noise. Like yeah. more so probably the literal uh, noise or the literal like, hey, everybody, I'm now, you know, meeting right, you right. here. No, it's me, I me, think me, what me, it me. is. I, I, I. It, it yeah. goes back to listening. It goes back to being yeah. present with people in that yeah. stillness instead of mental noise. Yeah. Um, and just kind of being grateful for it, which again, leading up to Thanksgiving <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. 
being at the table with your family, being present and the mental noise of either past family traumas or um, just what, you know, like setting yourself up to be around certain people coming in with that stillness um, and not the mental noise is saying it's the greatest gift that you can offer the, to the universe. I mean, I think calm down a little. Yeah. Calm down a little. The greatest gift you can give to the universe, calm down, Eckhart. But I think the first half. <laughs> he is very like, you know, fatalist. Everything is all or nothing kind of guy. Yeah. But I, I think that's really true. I've, I've, I've felt that before. And actually tonight I'm going to meet uh, some people that I might want to get involved with here in theater and, and improv and stuff. And I was thinking about that. I have to make sure I don't go in like, hey, I'm Belle and I do improv. Yeah. I mean, like I really want to go in and like I've done in auditions before or meeting a new agent or something where I go in and I'm like, I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to listen. There you Everybody go. Everybody needs to know that I train jaguars. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to tell them all of the all of the cool things I've ever done in my entire life. No. Right. You know, I need to just have the stillness. So I'm going to take that one for tonight. Thank you. Hi, guys. I am so excited to let you know that we're starting to get advertisers in, which is very cool. And so I'm going to read you the first copy we got in. So listen up and make sure you guys go to the websites to buy stuff through Mom's Art too, so that we get credit for it and you get a discount. This is an important message for anyone on Medicare. We are today talking about Medicare Part C, sometimes called the best Medicare. If you don't have Medicare Part C, you may want to call now and get Part C after you get Part B. Everyone is eligible for Part B, but you have to have Medicare Part A. If you don't want Part A, you should put B before A and then add C and you'll get a variable of A that may benefit you best. Sign up for Medicare Part Z if you don't want Medicare at all. If you put Medicare A instead of Medicare C, you may be an anarchist and don't deserve Medicare unless you're willing to go through therapy not covered by Medicare at all. This is stupid. What the fuck? What? I can't. Why do they make this shit so hard? Just move to Canada. Okay, so glad we're getting advertisers. I'm going to do one more uh, cozy one that I really like. Okay. I have one more cozy one too. Okay, good. Okay. How you do anything is how you do everything. Oh. By Sherry Huber. Um, So the question is, what changes can I make to better align my choices with my deepest values? So how you do anything is how you do everything. Which I think is, I need to think about that a lot more, like in my daily, like how I do anything, like how I talk to my children is also how I, you know, put myself into the world, like who you really are is, does that make sense? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, the first thing I thought of is your perfect practice makes perfect. It's true though. You know what I mean? Like do that in your daily life. It isn't practice makes perfect. How you do anything is how you do everything. 
I'm going to start using that as a director to my actors or to not, I'm not saying my actors anymore, by the way. Right. Or I'm just saying our cast or the cast or whatever, because I've, right. you know. Um, so yeah, I'm going to use that. How we do anything is how we do everything. So how you do it right now is how you will always do it. So fucking do it right. So do it right. That's what you'll say. Don't fuck it up. No. In your, brain, in your book. head. I'm sure every cast that I'm working with forever will be like, oh, thank God she read that book. <laughs> She's even worse now. <laughs> She's been validated. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I might have to move my, my little post-it. Okay. Opportunities many times are so small that we glimpse them not, and yet they are often the seeds great enterprises. So opportunities many times are so small that we glimpse them not, and yet they are often the seeds of great enterprises. Yeah, I don't. OG <laughs> Mandino. So here's oh, one of the. Yeah. I know. So here's one of the prompts, like the questions. What small yeah. opportunities have turned out to have made big differences? Oh, seeds. Yeah. Seeds. The key word in that sentence is seeds. Yeah. So okay. very even the smallest opportunities can yeah. often become like the seeds of great enterprises is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and I, I first thing I thought of, you know, uh, our listeners may not know this, but I know you do. I'm a big Grateful Dead fan. I am a huge Deadhead yeah. and have been Dead since. Head. The 80s since, well, because I was born in 80s, so I can't really go further than that. But I do believe I was reincarnated from, and I lived during the 60s, and I was a huge dead oh, fan then, too. for sure. Because uh, why else? I mean, I'm yeah. a hip-hop head. Why else? Grateful Dead. Right. However, they have a song, um, one of the best lines of any song, in my opinion, and it, I think about it all the time, but it made me think of it. It says... Um, Every once in a while, you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right. So that this kind of reminded me of that, you know, like everyone's the, the light can get shown and it's in the strangest time. It's in the strangest places, but you have to look at it right. Right. Like you have to have the right, right. perspective. You have to have the right. You have to be open to seeing it, too. Yeah. And I, that kind of made me think of it like, yeah, really paying attention to the small opportunities. Yeah. And, and even though we may place the title of the, well, that's not going to, that's not what's moving me to my biggest goal. It may yeah. be actually. And, you know, yeah. you and I recently watched um, a little course creation, um, online course creation kind of workshop yeah. And I had it on my calendar and I was like, eh. and even that morning I thought, eh, I mean, I don't know. Do I really want to sit in on that? Like, do I really want right. to do it? Right. And I almost didn't do it. And then I sat in it and I watched just the hour and I didn't buy the course because it was a course yeah. on course creation. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't buy the course, but yeah. I got a lot of valuable information and it sparked a lot of ideas yeah, where that day I wrote down like a page. You came to the table. Girl, I was like, yeah, uh, it was agenda awesome. where Thank I was like, God. this is what we do. This is what we're good at. This is what. And so we're working yeah. on monetizing 
uh, and providing services through our production company because of that. So if I had yeah. not taken that little, because I was like, they're yeah. just going to make me buy something. But if yeah, I hadn't yeah, yeah, sat yeah. in and watched that, I, I, w right. I wouldn't have had that spark of interest. And something, one little thing, takeaway, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. That, I mean, it wasn't one little thing. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, you know. It, but it was. Like, I it almost was, didn't yeah. do it. You know, I book a lot of those things, like webinars and especially with screenwriting yeah. and, yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes I can make them and sometimes I can't, but I register anyway, put it on my calendar in case I can pop in. Yeah. And that was one that That's I good. popped in. Um, can I read you a stupid one? Please. Oh, guy, here's one. <gasps> The things that frighten us just want to be held. Okay. I see where you're going there. Okay. Because <laughs> here's the thing. It's just worded wrong. Like I understand what they're trying to say. Like the things that frighten us, you need to go after them, right? And, and put and go in head first and stuff like that. But held. Held. Head, head first. I'm not going to. See? Right? <laughs> Does that frighten us being married for so long that we just have to go in head first? Ah, wouldn't they be grateful? Well, look, I'm um, trying to get back to my book a lot of times, so happily. <laughs> We're just so funny. Like, come on. Um, I will not hold a shark. I will not hold oh. a clown. Mm. I will not hold a cockroach. I'm not afraid of spiders or yeah. rats or rodents. But yeah, so no. And the question is, it's by Mark Nepo, which, right? Come on, Nepo. Nepo. How, what if he's listening? Mark, just reword it. Just reword it. It just doesn't be, need to be held. Okay. Okay. I'm over it, Mark. Go ahead. Hilariously <laughs> enough, my funny quote is one? also by Mark Nepo. <gasps> so Mark. Mark, Nepo, Mark Nepo sucks. He sucks. He must oh, be, he must be pleasing somebody to get into this book. Uh, yeah. Because here's what mine is. Yeah. One key to knowing joy is being easily pleased. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mark. So on both levels, the, the basic yeah. level, duh. We know yeah. that being, that knowing joy is being easily pleased. And then yeah. at the same dirty token. Yeah. Yes, we know that. The climactic joy is by being easily pleased. Yeah. I don't know, Mark. Mark. I don't know. All right. I have one more. And actually, it is not necessarily a bad thing, but just listen to it. Okay. Let us accept the invitation ever open from stillness, taste its exquisite sweetness, and heed its silent instruction. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot going on there. That feels more like Bukaki. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not thankful for Bukaki. No. Who is? Who right. Really well, I had a friend is. who wanted, who was going to give us money if we named our first uh, born Bukaki. And we considered it. Depending on how much, <laughs> how much money, right? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. There was probably something that they didn't have. Because then you could change the name afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was more of a loan because then we'd have to pay it back. That'd be great. I would change my name to Bukaki for a million dollars. Does our audience know what Bukaki means, Melanie? They're going to have to Google it because I'm not going to say it. Yeah, we're a family show. God damn it. 
<laughs> Listen, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your dumb one? Okay. I am a gift. All that I am is something that's given and given freely being doesn't cost anything. There's no price tag, no strings attached. So that was Thomas Merton. And I'm like, look, Thomas. No, Thomas. Look, listen. But at a certain point, okay, at a certain point, like at this stage in the game of my life, yeah, I need Mm -hmm. compensation for my gifts. You're not getting exactly. You're not giving your gifts away for free anymore. So yeah. So the question was, when I consider I am, I am gift. What feelings arise? Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) You know what else I noticed about this book? (laughs) I noticed that in the beginning, they probably assumed, much like our podcast, people were only going to watch or look at this for the first like 20 pages. And then they'd put it down and forget about it and sit on the coffee table. Because as you go towards the end, it's sort of like, oh, this one's bad. Oh, this one's bad. Yeah, it is. She was like, just put all the ones that Mark wrote at the end. Right. Mark Nepo is all in the end. Um, Brooke, I do have something to tell you. Moms are too. Got something to tell you right now. Today. Oh, I'm in the car today. This morning I had to take the RV with Charlie and I drove his car, which has, you know, he's has a, a really nice car and I drove his car out there and to the, the RV, RV to the RV shop because we had to take the RV. So I had to be able to take his car so I could drive him home. So to camping world. And as I'm driving out there, I had the news on my phone listening to it. And it's when that reporter kind of got a little into a heated situation. And I looked over at my phone. At the West Bank, right? It was a CNN reporter on the West Bank. In in Gaza. And Uh, protesters. And I looked over at my phone, not really... Obviously, it was just because it was shocking, right? It, just, it took me by a minute. And so I looked at my phone and apparently it was as I was supposed to be getting off. I wasn't, I, in that moment, I wasn't paying attention because I just pulled my focus to my phone, which is terrible. I understand. But I looked at my phone. I didn't have the screen up with the TV on it. I just looked at my phone to like listen harder. You know, I have to like look at something <laughs> to listen harder. <laughs> and do you know what happened? What? I felt pushing in the back three or four pushes. No, it was about, it was three pushes in the back of Charlie's seat at my lower back, push, push, push. And I looked up and I had to get, I had to go in the right lane. Okay. That's weird. I know. And I haven't, nothing like that has happened outside of the house and I haven't been touched or anything like that, but it was so distinct. I was like, oh, I thought maybe, you know, pump up the air sometime in the Lombard area. Like I thought, oh, that's weird. It's filling up. Right. But it made me get off of the looking at my phone and look up and then my map was open. And so I was like, oh, I have to go. And it was instantaneous. It was like push, 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 like tapping on me. That's so weird. So like, I wonder, I don't know. I think that that could have even been more compelling if you had lied and said you almost went off like the off ramp and like off into the guardrails. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could have. Saving your life, you know, because you weren't paying attention. Well, it saved me. It saved me time. (laughs) (laughs) So that was probably my grandma because she was like, bitch, focus. You're going to be late. Pay attention. Yeah. No, I don't know who it was, but who, I mean, it was so distinct and clear 
that I knew in that moment, I knew exactly what it was. Does and it, it was at the, at, I was in the lane that goes splits into the two. And it was at the moment where if I would have kept going straight, I would have kept going straight. But it was at the moment where I had to go onto the right to get onto the other highway. And it was at that moment I looked up, it was boom, 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 look up and oh, go that way. That was it. It was very clear, very distinct. So well, I would give, I would have open. gratitude around the fact that you've got somebody that's uh, reminding you to get off on your exit. I think yeah. that a and lot it could have been a total stranger. Yeah, I am grateful. I am whoever that was. I am grateful. So now we can't ever get rid of Charlie's car or the clock. My husband needs a a, a spirit guide in that way too. Mm. <laughs> he misses every exit. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Uh, All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. You made it through the whole episode. We really appreciate that. And you know what else we would really appreciate? If you went to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and rate and review Moms Are Too. It really helps us so much and lets other future listeners get an idea of what they're getting themselves into. That's right. (laughs) Moms Art 2 is produced by Rob Adler with Brooklyn Frequency. Music by Kai Sample. 